Hello and welcome to Connectivity 182. Uh, sadly, this is going to be uh, a week earlier than what we usually do on our bi-weekly schedule, but uh, due to circumstances regarding Mr. Iwata, uh, we've decided to do a short um, discussion about his life, about his work, how he affected us, how, how he um, took Nintendo to great heights. And uh, I'm joined by Scott Thompson. Hello! And Neil Monaghan. Hello, hello. So uh, it was pretty shocking to hear about this uh, earlier this week, guys. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't really think there's any other way to say other than it was a big surprise. Um, I, I feel like it is one of those things where people are kind of like, oh, where were you when you heard that? Mm-hmm. Um, for, for me, I was, I was literally checking Twitter to post something about how... Uh, my episode of Nintendo World Rapport with Jules mm. Watson from Renegade Kid was going to be a few minutes behind and then saw on Twitter that Iwata died and then kind of was just like, oh, shit. Yeah. Mm, yeah. I mean, I was at work just uh, checking Twitter and whatever, and uh, I think I saw Donald's retweet um, of someone saying Iwata had died, and I was like, what? Is this like... You know, I thought it was some one of those jokes that... Um, yeah. I didn't think it was true. I mean, I... Like Jeff Goldberg dying or something. Yeah, before I tweeted anything out, I was, like, sort of fact-checking and making sure it was legit, you know? I was like, wow, I mean, I knew he hadn't been well, but to just for him to die so unexpected, like, to us, it was unexpected. Yeah. And right. that's what... I mean, I'm, I'm not totally sure of if, like... I mean, clearly, part of the reason why he wasn't at E3 this year was definitely you know, health. Um, I mean, mm. last year we knew 100%. That's why he was, he was getting the surgery for the bile duct, um, in 2014. That's why I missed the E3 then. But for this year's yeah. E3, they never gave us an answer as to like why he was missing it. It was just like, Oh no, you know, it's not working out. He's going to stay, stay in Japan. Um, you know, um, people and, and, were saying, sorry. Um, yeah, and, sorry. I, and I just, I, I really don't know if, it suddenly took a turn for the worse or if like mm. there were, you know, people, it was probably only a small close circle of people knew that, okay, yeah, the, the end is sooner than, than we think. Yeah. I mean, I read somewhere that, um, the guy from the Pokemon company, um, was it game freak had seen him the day before and he seemed okay. So, yeah. um, you know, maybe it was sort of, out of the blue to even even him yeah this kind of thing is hard with just like the just not to mention like the cultural differences between japan and america uh Mm. but just yeah kind of just the distance and just sort of like the shadowy nature of everything i mean i feel like if a prominent american actor dies like tmz immediately has all the details about like when things went bad you know what what happened who was with him who knew like there's interviews we know all the details leading up to someone's death um mm. like within a day you know but i don't know that we'll ever really know like what what happened leading up to it you know no we're yeah. never we're never going to find out and exactly. i think i think the only clues that that we'll ever get is if they if it was known for a long time that like all right you know he's got six months or whatever then we're going to hear a new president be announced very soon and if it if it mm. was sudden then I don't think we're going to hear a new president announced for, I think the earliest is beginning of next year. Yeah. Yeah. It could, it could be a while, but, um, 
just in like the nature, I guess, because when they said bile duct growth um, in that last year, I don't think it really, most people, like including myself, didn't really think too much of it. It was like, oh, okay, it's major surgery, but, you know, it seems they like... They caught it early. It's going to be okay. Yeah, it seems like they'll they'll get, get it out. He'll sort of recover and, you know, go on as normal. But I guess it was uh, the doctors probably gave him, they may have even given him a year, two years sort of prognosis uh, from the yeah. beginning. Um and I mean, I guess if you if you kind of look in retrospect at his actions over the past year, you know, with with going mobile and setting up the stuff with Universal and and everything that he's kind of done, setting up you know whatever NX is going to be, having the quality of life initiative and everything mm. with that, I mean, there is that maybe there there is that little bit of like that's a dude who who knew that all right, I got to get all these things in motion because I'm not long for this world. Or did the company already know that he his, you know, he would be passing soon and now he wasn't making all those decisions exclusively and other people within the company made that, those that decisions could be true to as well. prompt these initiatives that seemed at the time so strange and bold for the Nintendo we know or knew. I, I, I would I, I feel like I'm a glass half full guy and you're a glass half empty guy right now. <laughs> you know, um like it's easy to sort of um think that Iwata was sort of the main guy behind everything, but like I'd assume that, you know, even in good health he was sort of going back and forth with the various board members and things. Like not everything would have come down to him anyway. Sure, so sure. uh he's probably it does seem like he, uh, because of the Wii U not doing so well, he has, you know, he's taken a look at the market again and he outlined the future for Nintendo over the next five years to make sure that the company can survive and keep on growing uh, in an industry that is seemingly trying to, you know, they're on hard times at the moment, really. I mean, yeah. they've got to try and keep the money flowing in and their console business keeps shrinking, basically. I mean, the Wii was an exception, but... Um, and I mean, well, I mean, you got to think with the the Wii and the DS to an extent. I mean, both of those were extremely successful systems. And oh, you yeah. could say that they were based off of gimmicks or whatever, but they still, what, the, the DS, I think, is either right ahead or just behind the PS2 for, like, the best-selling system ever. The Wii mm. crossed 100 million units. Like, those are, whether whether by gimmick or by quality of games or whatever, like, both of those systems were smashing successes. Of but course. With, that's, but with that's... Wii U and 3DS, it was such a precipitous drop, like, mm. of what? It went from 100 million-plus for both Wii and DS to, what, 50 million for 3DS and 10 or 12 for Wii U? Mm. The the main thing I was uh, going to lead into to get to my point there was like, um, you know, Awada had a very strong idea and vision uh, coming off the GameCube and like pretty much executed that vision perfectly, I would say. I mean, it was successful like, Definitely. as well. But um, it, it seems with the Wii U and some of the more recent years of Nintendo, his vision wasn't quite as strong i think but it felt like he was giving up like he'd sort of gotten his um thoughts all in line and was you know putting moving the pieces into place to have his next major mm-hmm. um outline and vision in place for nintendo so it really i, I really felt like a water um was 
he had he had thought this through. So if if he if he um, was expecting to pass away within the next couple of years, I'm sure he has um, planned accordingly. Yeah, I feel like with the NX and the mobile stuff, that's going to be kind of his his last hurrah. Like I think I mean yeah. a lot of the a lot of the pieces that Nintendo has laid out are you know his ideas. I I would like to think, and over yeah. the next two, three, five years, we're going to see what what his his final ideas were. Mm. It's going to define the direction of the company for the next you know for the next five to ten years really so for certain i mean he he, uh he also reorganized all of their development uh r&d teams a while back too right yeah um and he did exactly the same thing uh during the gamecube era which led to all the wii stuff as well so yeah because that's where i mean we have the the know your developers stuff going over the ead groups and those did not exist until iwata implemented that system and that was, I mean, that came from his his knowledge as being like the the, what, the general manager of all of the internal Nintendo teams before he was president. Yeah. Um, and I think his restructuring of that, that restructuring of that wound up doing way more good than bad. Although, um, I guess one of the one of the bad things with that restructuring is that's kind of why there aren't any more Metroids, um, <laughs> because our what was it R and D one got split up. So, yeah, but but that's kind of neither here nor there. That's just mm. an unfortunate side effect of the EAD restructuring back in like oh four. Mm. I mean, it's going to be sad not uh, not seeing I want to uh, do Nintendo Directs and things. It's going to be I mean. whenever the next Nintendo Direct is. Like, what what do you do? Like, I, I think mm. like there there's a point where. You know, give enough time. You know, things are going to heal, and Nintendo's going to be able to move on, and we're going to be able mm. to move on. Yeah. But like that, that next Nintendo Direct, that next E3, that next event, that next big game release, like it, that's gonna suck. Yeah. Well, what's mm. next that Nintendo so, would even have a poor Mario on? Maker, man? Poor Mario Maker. <laughs> that's all I gotta say because it's just gonna be a bunch of people crying when on, I keep, on September I kinda, 11th I kinda, when that game comes out. I kind of want that them release to date do, strikes us even worse now. I kind of yeah. want them to do a uh, Nintendo Direct ahead of time, like pretty much just about Iwata and like talking. You know, I don't know how much what they could really say, but to me, it almost feels like you have to have a buffer one, kind of just about him, before you can just launch into one and then what? Just kind of mention him at the end or in the beginning, you know? Yeah. And then and then what? Talk about Mario Maker for twenty? You know, like it just isn't going to feel right. Like I think there kind of has to be. I know they've done well, like with their Twitter uh, channel and stuff, like like talking about it and posting thoughts there. And they, you know, they said that for twenty four hours they were going to post anything just in his honor. And, and they, they, I mean, I haven't I haven't checked their Twitter in the past day or so, but they even that second day back they they had they haven't you know, been active. No, they've been very inactive. And yeah, I, I, I mean, it's uh, definitely Japan is probably torn asunder right now. I mean, that's his. We're recording this on uh, July 16th, or I guess it's July 17th for you, Nick. Um, but 16th, I believe, was uh, Iwata's wake, and I think the 17th is his funeral. So, of course, like that, there ain't much going on at Nintendo in Japan. And I know with like uh, with NOA, like I actually this this week there was there was a they were doing a press tour in New York, so I saw a bunch of people from NOA. So they're still working, but I mean they're they've been very quiet, like. 
for example, we didn't get a press release for the Nintendo downloads today. Like, mm. and I think that's huh. probably yeah, that's somewhat point. related yeah. to that. Yeah, I didn't even I didn't even think about that, but you're right. Um, yeah, so I feel like they kind of have to just do some kind of direct or just just some kind of an kind of announcement or tribute or remembrance or something to have that buffer because I just can't imagine launching into one and then like I said like what at the end just kind of put like rest in peace or you know in the beginning acknowledge it like what do you what do you I do I, 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 I mean just just for the record I did check their Twitter they haven't posted anything since July yeah. 14th when they had yeah, Mr. Waddle behind an amazing legacy yeah I mean I I don't know if Nintendo is going to do a direct about about this or do anything like that for, as I, a Nintendo Direct, uh, I, I don't I know. Kinda, I don't I, see it. I kind of agree with Scott that I think they got to do something, and I mean it's something that you don't need to rush it. Like no, you, you know, no. take your time, do what you got to do. I mean, we're all super sad about this, and I think I was the person who, out of this trio here, who's been the closest to him. Like I think I walked by him at an E3, um, <laughs> and I'm like, this is super upsetting to me. I can't imagine people who worked with him like yeah or people that worked closely with him like i yeah yeah that's horrible well I, and like I no mean, one has ever had a bad thing to say about him like that's the thing yeah. like everyone outside seems so of like by oh, they're a little stubborn like well, maybe yeah, he made yeah. a wrong decision with wii u like but like that's it it's not like but every every terrible CEO of every company has done that yeah, yeah. You know, uh, Iwata, Iwata's character, uh, you know, he didn't want to fire people when the Wii U was doing bad. He took a huge pay cut, like, things like that. Like, all these stories that are coming out of him being so, like, kind and... Um... And so just, like, good-natured, like, everything. Mm. Like, there's countless stories that have come out from from developers in the West, developers in the East. Like, I mean, there's... Like I, I, this, I think this is recommend. Well, there's two two videos online that I think are absolutely recommended viewing if if you're you're sad about Iwata passing. It's his. I think it's 2005. His GDC keynote, uh, the yeah. heart of the heart of a gamer. I um, watched that yesterday. Which is it's so good and it's it it's 10 years old and it's still like everything he says in that is right on the money and you just get the sense of how how he was as a developer, how he was as mm. a, a manager, how he was as a person. <laughs> in in this wonderful keynote speech and and the other thing that i recommend viewing if if you want to is the uh when he guested on um game center cx for the the ice climber episode which i watched that last night and it's like he's he's smart he's funny like he's just he's he plays to that like he's so good on that episode um and it's also like all the all the awesome shit that he did like he programmed Balloon Fight. He saved Earthbound. He, when he was the general, I, I think he, I think he was in the title in in you know 2001 before Melee came out. I think he was in the title where he was the general manager of all of you know internal Nintendo t- studios, basically like really high upper level position. Mm-hmm. And Super Smash Brothers Melee was slated to come out you know around the GameCube launch, so he rolled up his sleeves and joined the debug team, like. That's a thing yep. that happened, and he he was he was like president of HAL, manager of you know Nintendo's internal teams, and he rolled up his sleeves, you know, worked with his buddy Masahiro Sakurai, and and debugged Melee. Two and that was what that was a year before he was president of the company. Mm. Right. I mean, another another thing he did, which you know, all these stories are getting 
passed around and sort of common knowledge, but he also ported um, the Pokemon oh, yeah. uh, Battle Engine uh, to Pokemon for Pokemon Stadium uh, with no documentation. He just uh, did it by himself. Yeah, and that was around that same time for... I mean, he's mostly the reason why gold and silver has the entire first game's map in it because yeah he was he was a wizard at the game boy compression techniques mm-hmm. so he got it so they could fit you know double the map into that game which was like that, that was, was mind-blowing favorite, at the time that was my favorite my favorite part of that game too so i'm so glad that that happened and through Maybe. all that and i mean it, it reeks with a lot of decisions that he's made as president he mm. he just wanted people to have fun with games and like that's that's the one thing that I guess you know throughout all of our, our pontificating about oh is Nintendo making the right decisions like let's just like kind of take a step back and look over how that company's been run for the past 10 to 15 years with him up at the helm like they release fun as fuck games mm-hmm, constantly mm-hmm. and we might wish there were more of them we might wish they were in different genres but those games are so damn fun. And a lot of that comes from him being at the top. Well, I was going to say, to me, that that's one of the kind of like, not the, the saddest parts, but sort of like doubly sad. Not only do I feel like I'm mourning the loss of uh, Iwata. I mean, I have earthbound tattoos in my arms. Like, I look down every day and I see them and I kind of think like, wow, like uh, the person that is like almost chiefly responsible for that game coming here has, has passed. Like, yeah. it's a game that was so... Uh, important in my my formative years, um, but not only that, but it, it feels like part of Nintendo is gone. Like part of what I love about Nintendo is gone, and like mm. you know, for good or for good or worse, Nintendo it, you know has a history of sort of uh, ignoring uh, or like debunking industry trend um, or fashion. You know, it, it, they they kind of just do their own thing, and a lot of that feels like it come comes or came from. Iwata, and it, it makes me wonder, like, what what happens, not next, not now, because like we've talked about, there's a, a plan in place, but d- how does Nintendo change moving forward? Yeah, I mean, and it's mm. it speaks to a broader a broader kind of I guess I don't know issue with the company, but I mean, right now uh, with with Iwata's passing, um, you know, Shigeru Miyamoto and Genyo Takeda, um, you know, I mean, we all know Miyamoto uh, Takeda. Um, he's kind of worked more in the background. He actually. Um, he was a part of the team that made like Punch Out and Star Tropics and stuff like that, and he's I think he's worked primarily on hardware uh, in recent memory. Um, but those are the two guys that are you know running the company, and I mean there were there was there was some reports that like oh they're going to be the new CEOs, but like I think Takeda's sixty six and Miyamoto's sixty two, like those guys, mm-hmm. even if they were to become president, like or you know if they were going to be co presidents or if Miyamoto was going to be president or Takeda was going to be president, like. How many years do they got left? And I mean, that's kind of where we're at with Nintendo, and mm. it makes makes a lot of sense how, in the past couple of years, I mean, I'm, I'm sure that they weren't planning on a water passing away as soon as they did, but yeah. they were preparing for the future. That's why we see stuff like Splatoon. That's why we're seeing a lot of these, you know, game makers and directors that are in their, you know, their their 30s and 40s um, in Japan. Like they're kind of getting the spotlight. They're getting more responsibility because. You know, you can't you can't rely on Miyamoto all the time. You can't rely on Awada ever again. Mm. But I think, I mean, as far as looking at what the possibilities could be, and for for who would kind of take the helm uh, post Iwata, I think you definitely got to go younger. 
And uh, I know the name that a lot of people seem to be throwing out a lot is uh, Katsuya Gucci, who uh, he's more or less the Animal Crossing guy. I think he also was recently promoted. He's like the, the deputy manager of EAD as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's, I think he's 50 years old. He would probably be a good candidate for, for taking over. Um, but but who knows? Who knows if the stockholders would even approve that? He would, um, you know, someone like that would at least have the knowledge and um, same sort of, you know, the same sort of feel as where I water what came from um, in terms of mindset and everything. I mean, if people keep saying they wanted Iwata to, you know, be replaced and get bring someone in from the outside and stuff, but I think it would be a risk and, you know, it could be a mistake as well. You know, it could, it could turn out okay as well, but, um, someone that does not care or has as much knowledge about the, like the ethos of Nintendo, um, the way that they approach different things. I mean, Iwata, um, had long-term, like the long-term in mind, if you had a bean counter or someone that came in and just wanted to, you know, please the shareholders, make as much money as possible in the short term, that would probably lead Nintendo down a, it a would, bad path. It would sink the company. Like, I it don't would. think there's, I mean, well, okay, maybe, maybe, maybe the company would survive and no, but but I don't, I, mean, I don't like, know if I care about that company. Yeah. And you know, you've got to think about 10, 20 years down the line, uh, uh, you know, I mean, Sega has, you know, it's not a great comparison, but Sega has ruined um, Sonic, you know, I mean, basically they, they chase the, sh- the, the quick buck a lot. Like, like, I mean, yeah, you look at Sega and I, I, I mean, they're, they're honestly the, the closest comparison to Nintendo that that's probably out there. And even if, you know, I guess that comparison kind of falls apart after after a point because I mean, there's a lot of there are a lot of differences between Sega and Nintendo, yes. and we could yeah. get into that for probably an entire segment. But yeah. you look at Sega since since you know the Dreamcast since they faded away from the hardware market, Sega is a shell of that company. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. not even I don't even know I think a shell is being generous. They're a they're a fingernail of yeah. what that company was 10, 15 years ago. Mm. Um, well, I guess 15. God, time has really flown. It's been about four, 14, 14, 15 years since the Dreamcast was dis- discontinued. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, yeah, they're they're primarily a mobile developer now. And, I mean, that's what, if, if you get the wrong person, or, I mean, it depends on how you look at it. It could be the right person. But if you get the wrong person running Nintendo, then I guarantee you that they're they're primarily a mobile game company in five years. Less than that. Because I think that was always that was always kind of the backdoor fear with them mm. going into mobile was, what's going to happen if it's super successful? Like, are they done making console games? And that's why mm. the NX was even mentioned then to answer that question. But if we lose the guy supporting that, what's going to happen? And I do think that uh, Iwata, um, he's he's, it seems like he sort of cracked the way to handle taking Nintendo forward into these other markets such as mobile. Yeah. Um, it's such a, it's such a balancing trick you've got to pull with this. I mean, they can't, they couldn't go too heavy into mobile without diminishing the worth of their own systems. So 
it seems like they're going to be leveraging mobile as a way to make some money yeah but to show off you know try and bring in new new fans into the nintendo fold to bring them to their nintendo systems and stuff like that so it seems like a it's going to it's a clever way it's like they've worked out a clever way to to bridge both and to get the shareholders off their backs for at least a few years so um i just thought it was clever the way they handled all that it was well done so far yeah and um another thing i've i read uh, on a forum recently um someone compared iwata as a bit of a you know like he had that bit of walt disney factor about him um he totally did even the direct directs were similar in a way to you know all those old all that old footage of walt disney sort of doing you know disney directs almost back in the day um same yeah, I mean, sort of thing. Yeah, that is, yeah, really, I, I never thought of that before, but that's, that's right on the money, like, because that yeah. was Disney speaking directly to his audience. Pretty much. Uh, I, it, I wouldn't know, be, I wouldn't be surprised if, if you want to ask certain Nintendo Direct might have even been influenced by that, that idea. I mean, yeah, I hadn't thought about it before either. When I read that, I was like, oh, actually, that's quite a similar approach, really. I mean, they accomplish most of the same sort of um and and yeah and and roy yeah i mean walt did that and then then roy disney did that as well Mm, mm. i mean wonderful world of disney and all that stuff i think i don't think we're going to be seeing a nintendo direct for a while but i i guess see that's the the directs are the directs are planned out months in advance if not like if not like i I have a feeling at the beginning of the year they're like we're gonna have a direct here 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 and here Mm. um i wouldn't be surprised if if there was one planned for the next week or two it's Mm. delayed or canceled but i mean what what would they do if they had a fully finished um one that iwata had done would they put it out still or would they re-record it you think never see it yeah i think the the person to take over directs in place you know, until they work work out who the next president would be, would be Miyamoto, I think. Um, yeah. But, you know, it's, it's hard to, to pick him too because uh, he can't... Exa- would he speak English in that or would he be subtitled? Well, they, they, also, they also have... Uh, wasn't in the Japanese directs earlier this year, they had, what, Morimoto? Um, yeah, yeah. Because he was kind of like subbing in for Iwata when he was sick. So that I mean, they they could have been doing that intentionally. I mean, maybe mm-hmm. maybe not for a lot of passing away, but maybe they knew he wasn't he was going to be going through treatment or something, and it might be might get rough. Yeah, he wouldn't um, be able to appear. On I camera. mean, yeah, and that I mean the very the very easy answer for directs in Europe and America is you got you got Shibata and to Reggie. do it in in mm-hmm. Europe, and then you got Reggie and and Bill Trinan and stuff doing them in America. But for for Japan and for the like, you know the the worldwide portions of the directs like that was that was kind of always a wada um yeah it's gonna like uh, every every time i talk to this with people um i always just come back to this sucks yeah definitely i mean i mean when i heard about it i was i was like i said i was at work i mean like after I read like the first thing, I was sort of distracted for the rest of my shift. I was just checking the internet constantly and yeah. reading reading things and seeing artwork and stuff. I mean, yeah, it sort of it, yeah, it just bummed you out, really. Yeah, because I mean, it's 
he was a he was a universally liked guy. Like every everyone respected him. Mm. And I mean it was it was you know, and I'm sure it was very heartwarming for people in Nintendo, as I know it was heartwarming for me to just see how how much stuff was out there with just people being like he was amazing. From from you know Microsoft, from Sony, from companies that have never worked on on a Nintendo system in their entire lives. Like mm. Just all this stuff about how wonderful he was, and all the stories that you see of like people running into him in an elevator, or people, you know, walking by him at an E3 or a GDC, and he always kind of had a smile and always seemed to be enjoying what he was doing. Yeah. But what's what's a, uh, I guess I guess Scott uh, Scott's favorite Iwata touched game would be Earthbound. But Nick, what's yours? Hmm. Um. Hmm. Maybe he did. He did work on Kirby's Adventure, right? Yeah, he was at Hal yeah. Lab. Yeah, I know. I know, but I wasn't sure how much of input he had on that. I'm pretty sure he was actually working on that one, though. So, probably Kirby's Kirby's Adventure. Yeah, yeah I'd give him. I'd give him credit for all the Hal Lab stuff from. Mm basically up until like 2000 because actually no i'll he, probably say super smash brothers for the n64 because yeah, he did work yeah. on that yeah yep because i think he was uh, like especially during the later part of the 90s like he would still i mean as evidenced by like the gold and silver and pokemon stadium and all that stuff mm, yeah. um he'd still get his hands dirty but he was he was in a manager role mm. um and actually he also what was it because it was ape and then creatures inc he was also involved with those that's why he was working on pokemon um, and, yeah. and Earthbound was his his uh, you know his attachment to Ape. Um, yeah, I mean, like Earthbound, he pretty didn't he program? Well, he fixed all the programming himself as well. Yeah, I mean, and yeah, uh, he's credited as program director for Earthbound. Mm. And I think the story with that is that it was it was an absolute mess near the yeah, end of film, and, and he mm. came in and, and made it work. I think I think for me, my favorite Iwata touched game. Might not necessarily be the one that I think's the best, but I love the Adventures of Lolo games. Um, See, I've I've never actually played those ones. There's, so. I I highly recommend um, Adventure of Lolo. I think is on Wii U and 3DS Virtual Console. I know I have I have it on Wii U because I got it back on mm. Wii on the in the day. Yeah. Um, I very much recommend checking that out. It's, I mean, it's kind of like a block puzzle game, but it's got good music, and mm. I I always I always really enjoyed those games. Mm. But, uh, another yeah. recent um, moment where he wanted to jump back into coding or something a bit was um, I read a story recently about him fixing up a bit of balloon trip for the Nintendo Land. Uh, really, I didn't. Some... Hear, I'm, I'm actually curious because I was I was actually talking about that with with Justin Baruby about I made the comment about how like. I, I, I want to bust out Nintendo Land and play Balloon Trip, you know, like, yeah. I played some Balloon Fight earlier this week, I, and I'm like, I played, man, Balloon Trip was awesome. Yeah, I played Balloon Trip yesterday and got pretty far further than I did before, I think. But, uh, yeah, I did, I'm, I'm not 100% sure on the source of this, but apparently he was walking around NCL and uh, saw, they're they working on Nintendo Land, so he saw the Balloon Trip game and played it for a bit and said, this movement is slightly off, uh, and then jumped in and fixed it. So that's pretty awesome. I, I, that, that sounds like something that would happen. So, so I believe that. Uh, yeah, I, don't, I'm gonna, I almost yeah. don't care if it's not true because I mean, who's going to tell me I'm wrong? 
<laughs> I mean, you know, even if he didn't sit down and fix the code yeah. himself, he could have said, this movement needs to do this instead of this, you know, like, just just fix that bit for me. I, I do I do kind of like the vision of him just, like, roaming the halls of Nintendo, like, on his way to an important meeting, and just hears, like, the balloon chirp music, and it's just like, what's, oh, oh what's it? Oh, this is all wrong. <laughs> like, talking to his assistant, being like, postpone my meeting. I got, I got work to do. Taking off his jacket, putting it on a chair, rolling up his sleeves. Eating Getting a banana. Work, son. Yeah, yeah. Eating a <laughs> banana for strength. <laughs> uh, okay, so um, any final thoughts? I think we should just wrap this up. Ben, I'm going to miss him. He was yeah. awesome. I, I sincerely regret, and, you know, the. I mean, he hasn't been to the past two E3s, but there were, there were a good solid five E3s that we were both at, and I regret never getting the chance to say hello to him and say thank you. That's, mm. I mean, not that I'm like, I'm trying, I'm trying to remember. And I, I, there were totally times where it was like, I'm walking around the booth. I'm like, there he is. Um, but I, I don't think I've seen him in the past couple of years. Cause I think, yeah. I think once the shit hit the fan with the Wii U, he was, he was harder to find. Um, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I, re- I, I really regret never being able to, to kind of, to meet him and say thank you. Cause I, I had the opportunity where that could have happened. Hmm. Um, I'll just say that I think I think Miyamoto gets a lot of the sort of like credit and recognition when it comes to Nintendo. But as, as these like stories that have been coming out since Iwata has uh, died, like as they make clear, and as I think we're going to realize uh, as things move forward with Nintendo and, and the direction it, it may or may not take, uh, I think he had a, a much bigger role in the Nintendo that we all love than I than I think most people realize. And I and it's unfortunate, but I think in his death it's going to become uh so much clearer like I like how important he was. So there there's a reason I, I, why I was just so I'm just I, I, it it like I, I don't know why it hit me as hard as it did when the news came out and why it's still like every day like it still like kinda makes me sad. But yeah. I think I think it's because of that. I, I think it's like I said earlier, I think it's just because like I feel like a part of Nintendo has been lost. Mm. I mean, yeah, just it hit everyone so hard because it was so unexpected in a way. I mean, um, it just came out of nowhere really to us. So, mm-hmm. I mean, and um, <laughs> this is like, aside from Gunpei Yukoi, this is probably the first um, major Nintendo figure that has passed away. Um, you know, well, before Yamachi. his time. No, yeah, 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 I, yeah I but y- Yamachi, Yamachi was what eighty three. Yeah, that's, le- that's you know, a good life. It's less. <laughs> you can't be too like it's sad, but you know, it's not quite as sad when someone's old as when yeah. someone's. I mean, when someone Iwata- when someone is still still working, still making things, they're not done yet. I mean, that's with Gunpei Yokoi. I think he he might have been. Was he he late was. 50, I think he, he was, was late fifties. He was getting up there slightly too. Yeah, so he might have been around before... the same age as Iwata. Yeah, I mean, Iwata but he was. Been... I mean, he was out at Nintendo, but he was working on the Wonder Swan. He was working on that puzzle game. Like Gunpei Yokoi was making stuff, and mm-hmm. that got cut short. And Iwata was laying out plans for the future of Nintendo, and we'll yeah. we'll get to see those things. But I like what you that, said on the. I like what you said on the Nintendo news report uh, the other day, Neil, when you're saying you've, they've got all these dominoes lined up and they're just about ready to fall. So, yeah, next year is going to be going to be um, both our Water's legacy and an exciting time to see 
the future of Nintendo. I'm I'm rooting for everything to be amazing because I would love, you know, it, it, it's not much of a consolation for, for a man's life, but it would be really great to see that he had these ideas and he passed away before getting to see them all play out and if they all succeeded and we can all kind of look back at being like, hey, he had this all figured out. And, mm-hmm. and then cry because then we won't see what he would do after that. Yeah. All right. Thanks, guys, for joining me on this little reminiscing. Um, everyone, if you have any questions or comments you want to send to Connectivity, please do so at connectivity at nintendowarreport.com. And we'll be back with a new episode again uh, next week. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.